Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, the sin of indifference. And our text today is from Revelation, the third chapter, the 14th through the 22nd verses. Revelation 3, 14 to 22. To the angel of the church in Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one of the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich, I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so that you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. For the past several weeks, scheduling Bible study at Roxbury Presbyterian Church has been a challenge for me. Now, I'm the one who leads it. We're a small church, and we only have a few members who come, unfortunately. But there's been so much going on, and and there was the big fundraiser we had for the church and one night I didn't feel well and my son got married and I was off for that and all the reasons we ended up canceling the study on Wednesday night every reason was legitimate but about the third week without the study in a conversation with one of our members who comes uh, you know religiously to the study the Holy Spirit convicted me that something was wrong because every time I let go of Bible study it just got a little easier for me. What made this such a revelation is the fact that I love Bible study. The lesson I learned from this incident is how easy it is to slip into the sin of indifference. Indifference can be defined as apathy, negligence, lack of interest, carelessness, settling into mediocrity, a lackadaisical approach to whatever, and in this case, spiritual discipline, not caring one way or the other. Indifference is one of the greatest evils in the devil's toolbox. Indifference can be the most harmful stumbling block on our journey. It's it's the fuel of cruelty and brutality. It has always plagued God's people. The prophet Jeremiah lamented when Judah was doomed to captivity and its people did not seem to care. The apostle Paul warned the Corinthians about lack of concern when sinful sexual activity was going on in the church. And today's text from the book of Revelation, Jesus is speaking and charges the church in Laodicea of being tepid, lukewarm. God is not pleased with indifference. 
It's a corroder of the soul. It can drain away the very lifeblood, the vitality of the spirit of Christ. Now, Laodicea was a wealthy congregation that had become indifferent in its approach to worship. It was a rich church. It had all the luxuries that church folks wanted. They attended all the time. Their motivation for being there had begun to change. God had become less important. The members had become smug and self-satisfied. Perhaps they had the latest technology, big TV screens, or or good sound system, or a great praise and worship, but they were focused more on that than they were focused on God. And God was not pleased. He said, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold or hot. I wish you were either one or the other. In other words, God said, I'd rather have a failing church or a totally rebellious church than one that is indifferent. Now, this imagery of lukewarm water is derived from the actual situation with the water supply in the city. You see, Laodicea had a problem with its aqueducts, these man-made canals that were created to bring the water in. Some of the water came from the hot springs in the valleys that were a great distance away. Unfortunately, by the time that water reached the city, it was no longer hot. Other water came down from the mountains where it was cold and wonderful. But by the time that water reached Laodicea, it had become lukewarm. The saying goes, hot water can heal, cold water can refresh, but lukewarm water has no value. Now, it's important to know the church in Laodicea wasn't always that way. These people started out with the best of intentions, like all of us. It drifted into this destructive state, following after the world. That's why this water is such a powerful metaphor. Its flow can be deceptive. But what's remarkable about this text is Jesus' declaration that he would rather have this church against him than maintaining this lukewarm condition. As a matter of fact, he's so disgusted with this indifference, he's about to spit up the church. Now, I've looked at this spit thing, and I thought it just meant a spit, like you do on the sidewalk or something. But he's talking about throwing up, vomiting. Oh, my goodness. This is serious. This church has made Jesus sick. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on Giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on Giving. Thank you. God bless you. So what is it about indifference that is so bad? Well, I believe it has to do with the subtlety, the insidiousness of indifference. It's like a chameleon. Sometimes it's unrecognizable. It can creep into any aspect of our faith life. We can become indifferent to coming to church, indifferent to worship. We can become indifferent to service, indifferent to love, indifferent to each other. Part of the subtlety is the way indifference is manifested. First of all, it starts as an individual sin, but like a cold or flu, it can be contagious. That's what the problem was with that Bible study missing. If I didn't want to do the Bible study, and I lost interest, perhaps that my neighbor who sits next to me would lose indifference. You see, indifference can grow. The trouble with the sin of indifference, too, is that it's easy to miss. Because it's not what you're doing, it's what you're not doing. You know, sins of commission, 
cheating, lying, and stealing, sins that we commit are easy. They're obvious to point to. But indifference is a sin of omission. And because it's so subtle, it can be difficult to recognize. When you stop caring like you used to care, when you're not as involved as you used to be, when you're not dedicated like you once were, those are sins of omission. James 4.17 declares, anyone who knows the good he ought to do but doesn't do it, sins. The avoidance of doing good can be just as sinful as pursuing evil. And, And what makes this really dangerous, it's not just a lack of action, it's an attitude toward God. Indifference shows a lack of concern for God. You see, As Christians, we really should live our lives on fire for God. Think about all the people in the Bible that Jesus touched or healed or transformed. The leper, the woman at the well, Zacchaeus, who was up in that tree. And after just about every encounter with Jesus, people literally exploded, ready to witness, ready to tell somebody. Said I wasn't going to say anything, but I couldn't keep it to myself. Now, you may say, Reverend Liz, I exploded when I first believed. But here's what you should never forget. God's mercies are new every day. So every day we face opportunities to show our zeal, our passion for God. Indifference comes when we lose sight of how good God is. Now, there are all kinds of ways that we can lose that sight. Through grief or disappointment, the world beats you down sometimes. Indifference does not necessarily start as a sin, but it's when you refuse to leave that state, when you remain stuck in that stupor, when you don't make a move on your own to get out, when you don't get on your knees to pray, when you don't cry out to God, I'm in a pit here, then you're stuck in indifference and it's on you. God's zeal for us is a part of the nature of his love. We serve a God who is so passionate for us, who loves us so much, he sent his son to the cross. Now, we define the passion of Christ as his suffering, but passion also means devotion, intensity, and it's wrapped up in God's sacrificial love for us. There is not one text in the Bible where Jesus says, well, Let her go. I'm not in the mood today. I don't think there's a story where he said, you know what? I don't want to hear your problem, and I'm not going to heal you. When he cried out to his father in Gethsemane and said, let this cup pass, even then he said, not my will, but thy will be done. Because Jesus was consumed by the love of his father, and he was zealous, resolute, and committed in achieving his purpose. I don't think we should ever take God for granted. And one of my biggest concerns about Christians is that we can become so comfortable in our spiritual walks that we lose our awe and reverence. We think of God as our friend, and and God is our friend, but God is also omnipotent, omniscient. God is almighty. He does not grow weary or tired. God wants our praise. He demands that we bow down and worship him. He wants our passion. He wants our zeal. He does not want our indifference 
There's a text in the book of Malachi that I, well, I think I stumbled on it, but you know what? There's nothing that's random. Where God is angry at the priests who are bringing lamed and diseased animals as sacrifices. It's in the book of Malachi. God says, you profane me with your worship. I'm not pleased with you. Obviously, you've forgotten who I am. My name is to be feared among the nations. So indifference is not acceptable in our relationship with God. We need to approach the throne of mercy, the throne of grace, with our whole heart, our full attention, and our eager, earnest repentance, our total commitment and desire for God. Indifference is a sin, makes God sick. Think about it. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, roxburypresbyterianchurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign.